Greetings, salutations, and welcome to the channel for all your relationship needs. Too long have a woman been left out in the cold, desolate with the deception fed to them about who they are, how they should live, what they should do and say, even where they should go, and who they should choose to live their lives with. On this excursion, we will be dissecting and presenting the authentic truth, revealing the illusions of the world as women are situated to operate from a position of strength. There is someone who cares about you and your future. My name is Kareem Ainsley, and I have been given charge to ensure that females are transformed into ladies and are cultivated into princesses to be prepared as a queen for her king. Enjoy and embrace the awakening as you listen, like, comment, share, subscribe, and turn your notification on so you will be in the know. For those who have been moved by the Spirit to make open communication, feel free to do so using our VIP section, the comments. And if you'd like to reach out to me, the communication address is listed below. Those whose hearts have been impressed to contribute to the ministry, you can do so using the information in the description. Thank you for your time and do enjoy edification, elevation, encouragement, empowerment, and emancipation as you allow yourself to assimilate the information within the context of a biblical understanding with the expectancy that you exercise wisdom in deciding your trajectory for now and eternity. We live in a world where the perception of reality is more real than the reality itself. Our topic today is wife or concubine. At the end of the day, as a female or a woman, you have to decide whether you want to be a wife or a concubine. If you are performing wifely duties and you are not a wife, who are you? Let's think about it from a logical perspective. If you are not a wife, who are you? A concubine? If you are looking to be married under covenant, are you a wife or concubine? When do you become a wife? Is it when you get married or when you have received the ring or even way before then? To put things into perspective, ask yourself this question. When someone files for a divorce, at what point is the marriage relationship over? Is it before the divorce is finalized, at the divorce finalization, or way before that? If we see what is happening, we will realize the illusions and the deceptions which are presented before us as humanity. Just as a reminder, we should by now know the attributes of a wife. A wife is considered to be a married woman, especially in relation to her spouse. This is the coming together of a man and a woman. As we discuss in marriage, we also establish four fundamental principles that are exhibited by a wife when we spoke about the virtuous or the voluptuous woman. A wife represents a woman of virtue. 
I want to break some deceptive cycles of uh, concepts which we use to represent why the better half if one half is better than the other the half that is good is equally to that of the half that is not as good remember each individual is a whole so the better half is a misconception life partner a partner for life is used to indicate fluidity a relationship between a husband and wife is not fluid and can only be a relationship between a man and a woman significant other why is the other more significant than the other that there shows inequality and hence this term should be avoided there are a lot of other attributes that we should consider when examining the concept of wife wifely duties and as such these will be looked at in future conversation now let us examine the word concubine it is a word that is not commonly used today in our society but let us bring some pretext to the context uh, the word concubine is nothing new in essence it speaks to a woman who lives with a man but is not a wife that there is a definition of who a concubine is in the biblical dispensation a concubine was considered to be a slave girl for sexual service proponents in ancient culture some concubines were married but in the caste system in which you have lesser and greater caste the concubines were of lesser nobility which means then that they were considered inferior from our understanding of humanity and our creating we can say with absolute certainty that there is no inequality in the creation of god's people which means that there is no woman who is greater than you nor there is any woman who is of a lesser caliber than you other definitions of concubine entails a woman attached to a man solely for reproduction and who cares for the resulting children without any romantic relationship in the medieval time it was considered a woman residing in a harem and kept by a sultan or emperor for sexual purposes a woman kept by a man who is higher in hierarchy society in addition to his wives in the imperial harem or within a household if the individual engaging in this practice of a being with a man that is not her own offering sexual favors it means that she is a concubine we have to also understand that the word concubine when dissected it speaks to bondage which is retarding the woman of her freedom and as such we may be familiar with the word concubinage it is the binding of two unequal for a purpose without noble worth noble esteem concubinage was practiced in the polygamous societies in which you have one man to many wives 
And in some societies, you have many men to one wife. In our Caribbean vernacular, we can come to the conclusion and the dissect of the word concubine to mean those women who are considered wife helpers or helper wives, co-wives. Yes, even co-wife, assistant wife means that you are the assistant, but you are not the one in the position of authority. It can also mean the ex-wife. Yes, the wife that was the experience. She is not the wife but the man is still having sexual romantic relations with her then we also have the sister wife the wife that comes around and she pretends to be a sister but she is servicing the brother which would be the husband which is a male and not a man then you have the trophy wife the wife that is placed on the pedestal and this wife is used infrequently for the purpose of gratification. And to get even deeper into culture, we call these concubines mates, the bunonos, side peas, the side chicks, the side meal. They are called even machines, among many other variants. A concubine basically is a sexual partner, especially a woman, to whom one is not or cannot be married. And you may be wondering to yourself, why would someone desire to be a sexual partner to someone they are not married to or they cannot get married to? It all comes down to desire. And yes, in case you are wondering, are prostitutes concubines? Indeed, they are concubines because they're having relationship of a sexual and romantic nature in exchange for money. Giving of their best self to an individual they probably don't even know. And in the same way it is with the other variants of concubines. A woman living with a man but is not the wife. Isn't that an irony? You're good enough to live with someone, but you're not good enough to become the wife? What is that if you are not a wife? Who are you? Concubinage was practiced to reduce the worth of people of moral esteem. To create the idea that there are some groups of persons who are more fitting to be considered wives while others who are inferior and can only be sexual partners. The act of concubinage is less than ideal. However, the state can be changed. Pilgesh, you see, is a Hebrew term for a concubine, a marital companion of a social or legal status inferior to that of the wife. Among the Israelites, men commonly acknowledge their concubine and such women enjoyed the same rights in the house as legitimate wives. But even though this was practiced, it didn't make it right. You may be saying to yourself that yes, this is an example that concubinage trial marriages are okay, but are they? Because we see people being killed in the Bible doesn't make killing correct. Because we see foul play taking place in the Bible doesn't mean that the foul play is correct. Or is it just as a guide as what not to do, what to avoid and circumvent by any means possible? 
The major difference between the concubines and the wives were that the concubines were slaves. Not as in the modern era of slavery, but as in the biblical era of how slavery was engaged. That does not mean because slavery was practiced in the Bible means that slavery is correct. Let us not forget that men normally sell their daughters. A free wife was a woman born to a free man. She was acquired as a wife when a man approached her father and offered him a bride price, which indicates to us that females in the past were used as a commodity. They were transactional arrangements, and that practice needs to stop. We need to empower our females so they know that they are worthy and they are not money to be transferred from hand to hand. Let's now examine how the concubines came into play, which were slave wives that were acquired in much the same way as slaves were acquired in general. Sometimes slave women were captured as prisoners of war and later converted to concubines. Then we have situations in which the poor woman whose father's brothers or husband had died sold themselves as concubines so they could be taken care of by a man. And yes, this is a form of prostitution. This is a form of defilement. This is a form of being an escort. This is a situation in which a woman is looking for a sugar daddy. But it doesn't stop there. A man could sell his daughter as a slave to another man. The man then could continue to either to use her only as a servant or he could convert her into his concubine or give her as a concubine to one of his sons. It is in the mind that once a woman was converted to the status of a concubine, she had a right to have sex with her alleged husband. And we know that one man and one wife, which means that anybody else is not authorized. So this deception and this illusion was created for women to be subservient and to defile themselves just for the purpose of survival. And who are to be blamed? The fathers played an integral role in defiling their daughters. And this must stop. It is time that men stop selling out their daughters. They convinced the woman to believe that being a concubine was a level up from slavery, hiding the fact that women were fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. And as such, it is my desire that our women in our group, in our circle, do not allow themselves to be defiled. Do not allow themselves to remain in concubinage. Liberate themselves as they live in alignment with the will of God. Because your life will be better in alignment with the divine. Let me also bring your attention to another area in which concubines are derived. Concubines sometimes served as surrogates. And you may be saying, what, what, what are you talking about? You're saying to me that if I give my ovaries for another man to 
fertilized and I place those into another being because my body decides that it doesn't want to have a child, then I become a concubine. Even if the man's sperm that I use was my husband, yes, you become a concubine. Because that there is out of alignment with the will of God. And yes, even Abraham, Sarah, and Agar, they had a concubinage relationship which was ungodly, which was ungodly and unconstitutional. So it was not only Agar who was the concubine, Sarah herself was a concubine, and Abraham, Sarah, and Agar, the menage became a concubinage union. And these are the ills that come up when we move outside of alignment with the will of God. You see, you may be asking me, so are concubines basically sex slaves? Yes, concubines can be considered to be sex slaves. And yes, when women are trafficked, when women are captured and placed in prostitution rings, they become concubines, not by their will, but by the captive's will, the evil men infiltration will. And that is why we have to ask our women to try your very best to safeguard your purity. Stay in company of persons of integrity. Stay out of events, scenery that could compromise your mental faculties. Stay away from those scenes to protect and preserve your sanity. And oftentimes I see women who claim to be helping other women, but they aid in their defilement. They aid as a bait to help their captors to capture them. This is not right. And as women, you need to stand up with and for other women. The tables can turn within an instance. This is not to bash any one woman or any one group of women. This is just to present the light and allow you to realize that you have to protect yourself and you have to move in alignment with the will of God. It is because I want your life to be better and not bitter why I am here guiding you, offering you a perspective that the world tries to conceal. I really don't want you to be a slave. I want you to be free. Not only free in your relationship, not only free from perplexities, but I want you to come to a saving knowledge of him who can set you free from your sins. The truth is uh, that God never condones a practice of concubinage, slavery, or polygamy. He gave strict rules as to how these things could be practiced, but he never condoned the practice. If slavery is wrong, polygamy is wrong. And if polygamy is wrong, concubinage is also wrong. You have to remember that in the modern era, slavery was instituted to separate the races, not realizing that there is only one race, the human race. It created a divide, a false divide, to say that one set is more superior than the others. And they use the practice of concubinage or breathers in order to destroy the family. 
it has been ingrained in the minds of the males of today. That is why we have to work a good work in order to find and to discover men and avoid males at all costs. Don't allow yourselves to become captive. I don't desire for you to be a wife helper. I don't desire for you to be a concubine. I don't desire for you to be a side piece. I don't desire for you to be less than you were created to be. But if I don't desire for you to be such and you desire it for yourself, then nothing will change. We see examples of concubinage in the Bible. Agar was Sarah's handmaid. Her story is recorded in Genesis 16 verses 1 through 16 and Genesis 21 verses 9 through 21. And we see the calamity that came from this concubinage union. Ketorah became Abram's second wife after Sarah died. She is recorded as a wife in Genesis 25 and verse 1, but is recorded as a concubine in 1 Chronicles 1 verses 3. Genesis 25 verse 6 suggests that Ketorah was Abraham's concubine. Rispa was a concubine of King Saul. Her story is recorded in 2 Samuel 3 verses 7 through 11. King David had concubines, as we see in 2 Samuel 15 and verse 6, 2 Samuel 16 and verse 22, and 2 Samuel 20 and verse 3. King Solomon had wives and concubines, and we can see the account in 1 Kings verse 11 and verse 8. What I want you to know is that God did not approve of marriage involving concubines. In Genesis 2 and verse 22 through 24, God clearly designed marriage to be a union of one man and one woman. In Deuteronomy 24 and verse 5, God made instructions for a husband to prioritize his wife. In Malachi 2 verse 13 through 16, God expressed displeasure when husbands are unfaithful to their wife. The purpose of the law was to expose human sin and to point out uh, humanity's shortcomings so they can realign with the will of God. And that is exactly what we need to do today. In all of this, I want females to know that even if you are a concubine, your level can be upgraded to wife as you put that life behind you. I know a friend who is able to wash away your sins and he wants to renew you, restore you and make you whole. God desires you to live a life whole in perfect harmony with him. And if that is what you desire, it is possible as long as you follow his leading and guidance. I am here to help you. As you transition from just being a female into becoming a lady and then eventually becoming a queen. Don't make the mistakes of our foreparents. Let us as humans learn from their malpractices and consequences as we only 
have but a few moments of existence. For those who realize that they are wives, stick with us as we explore that which is right and righteous in an effort to garnish ourselves with knowledge so we can execute actions to get the results needed. Today I submit to you to make God Lord of all, or inadvertently you will choose for him not to be Lord at all. Until next time, signing out is Kareem Ainsley. Loved by women, respected by men. Peace, love, respect. At the end of the day, you will have to choose whether you are a wife or a concubine. Do you want to be the female who is performing wifely duties and not in the wifely position? If you're not a wife, then you're a concubine. If you're looking to marry under covenant, you are a wife. If you marry under contract, you are a concubine. The question is asked, when do you become a wife? The truth be told, you become a wife when your mind has been elevated. When your action depict that of someone who is ready to receive unto herself a husband. You can only receive a husband, a man of God, when you have been positioned as a wife. However, you do not perform the wifely duties until you are finalized and have been confirmed into the ranks of wife. In the same manner, a marriage is not over at the time of the signing of the divorce. The marriage is over long before that. If you choose concubinage, there is an elevated probability of a divorce. However, if you choose to actually become a wife under covenant, then the chances of a divorce are negligible. Choose this day wife or concubine. Be blessed.